Welcome back to Black Hills Influence. We did take a week off. I wouldn't say well-deserved. Dun, dun, dun. But we did take a week off. Uh, we are back. Hope everybody had a great week. Today, we want to talk a little bit about a couple different things. Age and how it relates to your career and how you progress through your life. Talk a little bit about unemployment slash employment slash now hiring. You're going to turn 40 in four years. Doesn't that seem weird? Like That I'm old? No, 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 no. Like, I'll be 40 in nine years. I don't feel 31. Don't feel 30's the weird bag. 30 is the transitional period. This could be our Friday talk about age. Age is a number, right? Everyone goes, you're only as old as you feel. Yeah. Which is... Which is... Somewhat true. Half true, half, half true. Right. It's one of those things like here, take a a pill. It will yeah, yeah. help you Change your do life. anything. It's yeah. a placebo effect, yeah, right? Yeah. But 30 is the transitional period for me of can I be young and dumb like I was in my 20s? Sure. Or do I have to grow up like you and, be, and, be, and be an adult? Yeah. So 30... That whole window, that whole decade right there. Okay. That is the window of being able to play both sides. Because once you hit 40, then it's like, all right, I'm full on adult mode. You should be. Should be. Should be. There are some people over that window, I'll say, that are going backwards another 10 years. Like, they're still acting like they're teenagers. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting to me, too, is... I'm 31. I don't, I don't, I'm not in my 20s decade still, but I also don't feel like I'm in that transitional stage. But I think that's because married, two kids, business. You're owner. already starting, you're already hitting the 40 window. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But, I, I feel like it's something. Right. Too. You're, so you're, you're at the professional adult life. Yeah. But, still but you're still 31, which you have plenty of room to grow, yeah. plenty of time to figure and some of those other things out. I've had conversations with, I like to speak with people that are older than me, that have more experience than me in various- That makes sense. Whether it's marriage or business owners or you know whatever the case may be. They have life they've experience. Been all the way through that. And right. all of them tell me, Brian, you're still 31. And they'd say something to the effect of, when I was 31, I was still single. I was still partying. I didn't own a business. I was still an idiot. When I was 31, Back in my day, I was walking up snow both ways to school barefoot. Three what, foot of snow. Stop. What they're trying to tell me is, Brian, if this doesn't work, you're, you you're going to be 32, 33. Right. You know, well, some, it's like investments too. Like if you talk yeah. to an investment or wealth professional, we'll say, they'll tell you, "Hey, if you're investing at 31, you can go a lot more aggressive." Oh yes, and then you can back it off as you progress overall. Correct. But if I was 50 years old, different story. Investing at the same time as the 30 year old, I'm going to be a lot more conservative. Correct. 
because you only have you know in your x example, amount of time you left only have working. 15 years let's say right till when you hit that 65 mark and you can should might retire you can't you don't you have 15 year window you don't want to lose all of it in that 15 year window me I can, I can go super aggressive at 31 because I have so, you know, in this example, 19 years, which is a weird number to say out loud until I turn 50. So I have 19 years to lose it all, double it, triple it, whatever. Right. It's crazy. It's, I don't want to say it's an interesting phenomenon, but I think it's something that a lot of people forget. And that's if you choose to retire at 65 as the age now, right? Yeah, yeah. For retirement. Yep. That's if you if you want to. A lot more any any time that I've been seeing the trend mm-hmm. is you'll either have the younger people that are investing super aggressively, making their money, being super successful. They'll retire early. Correct. And then you'll have the people like the baby boomers that have been working until they're 72 years old. Yeah. And they'll still continue to work. Because they almost, some of them have to. Some of them have no choice. Correct. But others, you know, some of them come out of retirement because they want something to do or have that social interaction. Yes. I've known many people that they'll work. Some people will look at them and say, you're working yourself to death. Some of them would tell you, I'm working because it keeps me alive. Gives you a sense of purpose. Because if you don't have a sense of purpose... And all you do is you sit on your couch or your days lounge of our chair. Lives, yeah. Well, let's not <laughs> knock on that. I mean, general hospital is where it's at. Just kidding. Yikes. But if you don't have a sense of purpose, you're just going to sit there waiting for something to happen. Yep. And the unfortunate side of the coin is a lot of our society right now with a pandemic, with huge unemployment and COVID scares and all this other stuff. People don't want to work mm-hmm. even though they could be doing something. Sometimes the government, and this could come into a whole political spectrum, which we don't want to do, but they're making more money sitting at home. Sitting at home. Yeah. And I've talked to local businesses here. They can't find anybody. Even if they said, Hey, I know what you're making because of your stimulus check and unemployment is paying this much. I will pay you X amount of dollars over that to come work for me yep. and get benefits and all this other stuff. And they're like, yeah, but you know, I have to drive. So, I mean, that costs money because I don't like to, you know, drive anywhere and have to pay for gas and the maintenance on my car. Daily life. Like, Yeah. We we have turned into this COVID is not necessarily it is a health scare. Let's yeah, yeah. let's oh, yeah, let's, yeah. let's be on front there. But it also is it is an economical scare. It is a social scare more than almost more than health problems. Mm-hmm. Because well, I haven't worked in over a year and I'm getting paid like I am. It's why it's, would I go back? It has exposed a lot of I'll say open holes in everybody's daily life, you know, whether it be your connection with people and that's potentially how you got COVID to begin with. Like if you got it, let's say, right. But also from a business standpoint, a lot of people realized they hated what they were doing. 
right? True. And because that was their normal everyday life and they had to have it. Regardless of how we feel on stimulus checks, unemployment, whatever. Right. People have a little bit more power, let's say, to make a decision of, if I don't want to, I don't have to. Which, in my opinion, can be super lazy, and I don't subscribe to that. Right. But it's opened up an interesting chapter in where we are in the business world of, you've got to be more than just a job, potentially, to recruit some people to Mm -hmm. come work for you. Right. You have to bring more to the table on that. And it, it just sheds a whole lot of light on, okay, it's been a year and a half now. Yeah. A year and a month. Let's whatever. Whatever. Whatever the, the number is. A given amount of time. Imagine if someone said, I have a one-year plan. I'm going to start completely over. I'm going to redo my diet. I'm going to exercise. Yeah. I'm going to read these books. I'm going to learn this trade. Whatever it may be. Yeah. Can you imagine what the progress of that is? Because now you have that opportunity to go there and really put your nose to the grindstone and learn something. And then when we all come out of this deal, you're going to be that much more prepared than you would have if you're only doing it an hour a day or whatever. Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID life. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think the last year, you know, depending when you're listening to this, right? right. March 2020 to say March 2021. Time let's is say, time is relative. Time is relative. But let's say that's the window, right, of COVID itself. Mm-hmm. From hey, this is in the US to vaccine. So I think that's March to March. Sure. Let's say. We'll go with that. I think that year that some people wasted will be one of the most regretful years that people Absolutely. have in their whole life because yes, I could got, have done this. <clears throat> I could have retrained my life i could have learned a new skill so that when it opened back up let's say it being the economy or it being the country whatever whatever, i was prepared to up my game in my career right but unfortunately some people took the unemployment checks as a enabler to let them sit at home and play xbox all day right and there's nothing wrong with doing that every once in a while I listen, but yeah, if again, it's one of those things with your consumption. Yes, you can do that at times, but if you, you have to do it responsibly is where I'm trying to get at. If you let it become a habit because it's comfortable, because it makes you feel good and you get that dopamine dump because all you're doing is sitting at your computer all day, looking at a screen that has no productivity whatsoever. It doesn't provide you any value in your life and your career. Yes, there's short-term value in regards to this is fun. I like this. I would put that in an escapism bucket. Right. And less of a this is my daily life bucket. Right. With moderation. There you go. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. As long as you're not an but idiot if, about it. If, if it takes precedence over what you're supposed to be doing, that's when it gets dangerous. Yeah. It, it's, uh, it's an issue of, you know, I have a family to take care of. If 
playing Xbox becomes more important than taking care of my family by having a good job, being healthy, being alive, whatever. If playing Xbox in this example is more important, there's a problem there. Yeah, there needs to be a new priority shift. There's a lifestyle change, a lifestyle not just change. a priority well, shift. Well, right. <laughs> well, and that's why divorce is up 60% this year yeah, exactly. because people can't stand each other because they're in the house together all the time. Yeah. Together. No escape. No escape. Gone forever. Two people in, one comes out. Bum, bum, bum. Anyway, that is our Friday thoughts. We love you guys. Thank you for listening very much. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, follow on our pages because we're on Twitter and Instagram now at Black Hills Influence. And check out our website, BlackHillsInfluence.com and leave us a voicemail. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. (laughs) 